Chicago business. Continuing our Career Insider series, we return this week to finance, specifically investment banking. Brooke Meissner of the CMC talked with Trip Salem, who interned at SunTrust Robinson Humphrey this summer, about what it takes to succeed in a banking internship and how to make the most of your time, a skill of particular importance in the field. So I'm here with Trip Salem, who is is back from the summer now and well into his second year, and wanted to follow up from our conversation that we had in June. You may have even been traveling to on the road. Yep. Okay, I was on the road. So you we, you heard the before, and now we're gonna we're gonna cover the after. So what what was it like? How how did it compare to what you expected? Well, first of all, it's good to be back um, and in one piece after the summer. I'd say the biggest difference between expectations, I mean, you go in knowing you're going to be working hard, and that definitely lived up to expectations. If anything, I may have expected, you know, the lifestyle to have been a little bit harder than it actually was. It's definitely, you put in good hours, but it's not going to kill you. Secondly, I'd say in terms of like how I would be spending my time, probably had a little bit grandiose expectations for the value I could add over the course of the summer because really you're only there for a limited amount of time and you spend a decent amount of that training. So they don't have high expectations for like your actual work product. So uh, um, I, I, for instance, I may have, I've expected to be doing a lot more financial modeling for working on transactions. And, you know, a part of that, uh, a component of that is, you're subject to whatever their deal flow is over the course of the summer. And so if they don't have any M&A transactions coming in, I mean, then, you know, you're not going to have any financial modeling opportunities for one. And two, summer is a time when a lot of people like to take vacations. So, you know, a lot of your senior level guys may or may not be in the office. So deal flow can, you know, can be stagnant at times. So I was expecting things to be hot and heavy right when I got there. And we actually had a couple weeks where it was a little bit more on the downside. And so we spent a little bit less time doing more of the core things that I know associates do in their time, but I didn't really get to do those right at the, at the onset. Maybe perhaps later on got a chance to see yes, some the, of those yeah, things. Yeah, the longer you're there, the more the you know deals do come in. Um, and if you rotate, it, this changes from group to group. And you know I had the chance to rotate through two groups while I was at SunTrust, the healthcare coverage team and the financial services coverage team and very different deal profiles and deal flow at the times that I were there. I was there. And that's yeah. and that's something that's kind of unique about I think SunTrust's experience, right? Is you have sort of you get to see two different groups all in the summer, which is you get to see a lot, but it's probably makes it really fast. That it's it just does a few weeks. It makes it extremely fast. So I mean is is especially so you're you're in each group for five weeks. Um, ideally, you would want to do one coverage, one product group. You know, it worked. I actually was very intent on doing coverage, so it worked out for me that I got to do two coverage groups. But it's interesting. Each team kind of has um, a, a modus operandi or mm-hmm. that uh, for how they do their deals and kind of the typical deal profile that comes through. And between the two groups that I was in, it was very different. So I got to see what I felt like was. Uh, opposite ends of the of the deal spectrum, um, which was which was really cool. Um, something that I hadn't expected necessarily, and was a pleasant surprise. I suppose yeah, function of team managers, 
you know, what's going on in the indus- or in, in the industries that they're working with or the, the areas that they're covering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was really interesting. I mean, there's a, so much going on in healthcare right now from a policy standpoint that, you know, you, there's all kinds of activity in that, in that space. And then in the same time, um, in, on, on the financial services side, the advent of tech hitting and making an impact on financial services creates so many opportunities. And there's, you know, SunTrust deals in, in interesting corners of the markets in that, you know, there's some really big companies out there that I had never even heard of, you know, billion-dollar companies, but, you know, SunTrust deals with them on a day-to-day basis. So it was cool to get some exposure to to businesses that I wouldn't have otherwise seen and and also to work on some different types of deals. One of the, I'd say the most interesting deal I got exposed to was for an Indian financial services company that was going to be doing an IPO with SunTrust representing it. Um, so I got to do I, to work on their F1 filing, which is you know this is the big filing that the, the details the, the the company the projections every everything you would need to know to file with the SEC. And I actually contributed some material that will show up in that F1 document, which I thought was was pretty cool and scary at the same time. But uh, it was. You know, that was a really interesting deal I got to work on. That is. That's neat. Thank you. So kind of breaking down some more of what you're just talking about, you mentioned training, that you started out with some training. Tell us a little bit more what that was like. Yeah. So an interesting dynamic as well when you start is that um, a lot of times the banks will also be onboarding their summer analysts. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I was doing all of my training with the summer analysts as well. Um, And so I think I, I... I don't know if that means they have low expectations for for us or if we really come in kind of on the same plane. I mean, honestly, you kind of do for your core skills in terms of Excel, PowerPoint. They have very specific ways they want you to do things. And and for, I mean, something as basic as the template for a PowerPoint presentation, you know, you got to get your colors just right. You know, you got to get your your red, green, and blues have to be very specific. And so they have, and, and they have ways of teaching you um, and they're very big on you know being efficient with your time so they spend a decent amount of time trying to teach you how to be efficient in Excel and efficient in PowerPoint which I guess this kind of touches on back to expectations I did not anticipate spending as much time in PowerPoint as we did Mm -hmm. but we spent a whole lot of time in PowerPoint and so um, we did some training there the other big area would be working with um, S&P's Cap IQ, Capital IQ, mm-hmm. and um, either Bloomberg or Thompson One as data sources. So I spent a lot of time learning how to look up companies and information that they use on a regular basis and then how to put it in a format that they typically use. So one of the biggies that we learned how to do is like, for instance, how to make an annotated stock chart. And you do that we did, I did that a ton over the summer, and uh, it, they just have a specific way that they want you to do it, and so they teach you how to do it. And I'd say those are the big areas. I mean, they had some other, like, you know, there are certain documents that they give you free reign to work on, and so they spend more time um, investing training uh, resources and teaching you how to do that for the summer. And it, tr- your training obviously changes when you come on for a full-time role, um, but for the summer, they mostly spend it on the on specific work product that they knew we'd be working on and basic Excel and PowerPoint skills. All right. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about how you were evaluated? Sure. So this, you know, this is another area where, you know, I may have been coming in thinking that they would have evaluated me solely on how good my PowerPoint or how good my mm-hmm. financial model was. And 
do think that is a component of it. Like they want to see that you have great attention to detail. You're not making careless errors and whatnot. But I'd say the larger standpoint comes down to your attitude at work. I mean, can you can you put in a 12-hour day and still be pleasant to be around? Like, are you excited to be there and to learn? Are you offering to help folks? Um, that was a big one. Like, just being willing to engage, even if you if you had nothing to do, walking around offering to help out the associates or and, and the analysts too. I mean, that's that's big. They all, they have a say in your evaluation as well. So you definitely want to put yourself out there and be willing to work. That I feel like that was more important than anything I specifically produced while I was there. It was just that ability to, to be helpful and to be willing to engage. So last time we talked, you had, in addition to starting your internship, you had some big life changes going on in terms <laughs> of your wife being very pregnant. Um, how, did, how did that end up playing out over the summer? That... <laughs> We did everything we could to engineer the birth before the internship started, <laughs> and of course, uh, you know it happens the, fir- the first week I'm there. <laughs> um, but they were great. They were they were great about it. You know, I, I think one of the smartest things I did was let them know well in advance that you know this was happening. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like surprise, we're pregnant. Right, you know. Right. Um, it, it, not to mention, there's a nine month lead time on that. <laughs> um, so. That was really, they, it was good that they were expecting it. And, you know, what we did was as, as we knew more like when the delivery date was going to occur, we actually ended up scheduling an induction once it, that was a possibility. We scheduled that for a Friday and I was, they, they allowed me to take Friday, that Friday and the following Monday off, big two day uh, time with the family, mm-hmm. or really, you know, four days with the weekend. Um, my wife went, ended up going into labor in the wee hours of Thursday night or Friday morning or whatever. Um, so it worked out nice. Um, they were incredibly understanding. I, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, they're, they're people just like you and I, and they have, you know, a lot of the senior guys have kids, even some of the associates have kids as well. And so they, um, they want you to be there for that, Mm -hmm. you know, and they understand that, you know, you, you know, there's more to the job that into life than work. And so, you need to be to have that family component, and so they wanted me to be there. And they were where what surprised me the most was they were very understanding about being going back on the weekends. I actually went back home every single weekend right. over the summer, which I was not anticipating being able to do. I mean, I I worked remotely pretty much every every time I did that, mm-hmm. but never more for more than you know a few hours at a time. Um, so it was very manageable in terms of being able to do that. And I, I was, you know, frankly, you know, worried that that might be, you know, a weighed against me in my evaluation, but clearly it wasn't. Um, so, and I think if anything, you know, if you are someone who comes in, you know, with a big life event, that's going to happen over the summer, your ability to juggle that or, or handle that in a way that is professional and still keeping up with your work I think really speaks to your competence and your maturity as a professional. And so I think, if anything, it ended up helping me at the end. I'm glad you mentioned that because I think you're right. That's going to happen for everybody. Um, you're not always going to get a sense of how a candidate's going to handle that in an internship. They did get a sense of that, and I'm glad it went well. And, and congratulations. Congratulations <laughs> well, to the family. That's, well, that's wonderful. Well, thank you. It was a... <laughs> It was a tough summer, you know, because it was bounce, right. bouncing around all over the place. Didn't get to see very much of Atlanta because I 
you know, was working during the week and gone on the weekends. But, you know, that's, you know, honestly, that's, that's life for you, right? Like mm-hmm. stuff is always going to come up and, always, and your ability to handle it and to, and to roll with the punches, you know, it, it, it's going to serve you well in the long run. And I think they, they are looking for candidates that can do that because, you know, when you're there full time, stuff's going to come up. Your family's going to be there. Um, you're going to have other commitments. So I do think um, it's not, it's not, I wouldn't worry about it if you're a candidate and you have something like this coming up in the summer. Like you can still make it work. I'm glad. And there's stories, there's examples of that happening <laughs> here. Um, so somewhat related to that, you talked about how important that adaptability is, that being able to handle difficult situations professionally. Um, what other things, looking back at the last year, what helped you um, to be successful in the content of your of your work this summer? Um, if there were certain classes that you took, or you, you kind of alluded to a few things already with, with PowerPoint, Excel, sure. Bloomberg, Capital IQ, yeah. anything else you want to suggest? Yeah. I mean, definitely spend some time familiarizing yourself with Cap IQ, Bloomberg. I mean, that, those are available at the school. At every, at, at, at every school, they're there. Um, spend some time uh, working with those, looking at knowing where to find information. It'll, for one, it'll save you time in the job, and two, it'll allow you to add value and finish your work quicker, which is a huge plus in, in banking. Um, I'd say, um, in terms of classes, corporate valuation is a good one to do. Um, a, a lot of times you hear you need to do it um, prior to recruiting. I would say it's it's not as important then, but it is important to, to be familiar with all those concepts going into the job because it, it's a big part of what you do. Um, so if, especially for those who don't have valuation experience, I would highly recommend doing that. I would also recommend anything, you know, as much exposure as you can get to Excel and PowerPoint. Um, spreadsheets class is great. It's not you don't do it's not like you're building a financial model, but you are learning how to work with Excel. And that's you know, those two translate over really well. So um, getting familiar with Excel is, in, you know, it sounds nerdy, but, you know, learning your shortcuts, you know, it helps and it'll save you time. And honestly, in, that's the name of the game in banking is being efficient. That's really, I mean, you look at the senior guys and they, that's, that's how they, they, I mean, that's how they get reasonable working hours is they just get their work done faster. Um, so the, the more you can do that, the better you serve yourself. And, you know, lastly, the big one that I would touch on, um, is your ability to network. This is something, um, I did not necessarily appreciate how important it was going into the internship. And it's something I would highly recommend students who have, who do have your internships, you know, your networking is a big part to getting the internship, but it's also a very big part to getting your full-time offer. Like, it, you don't stop once you get there. If anything, ramp it up. You need to be meeting with people every single week, and it doesn't need to just be your associates. Like, include your analysts, include work your way up, VPs, directors, MDs. You want to be on their mind, um, and I would recommend doing it every week. And what I would also recommend doing is figuring out when their decision deadline is. Like, when are that? When is everybody's feedback due? And you can you can figure that out. You just it it speaks to you have to network to figure it out, but you can do it. And making sure that you reconnect with folks, especially the decision makers, your MDs in particular, um, reconnecting with them before right before a decision deadline is very important. You want to be on front front of their mind and hopefully associated positively at that time. So 
definitely keep your networking game strong um, over the course of the summer. Uh, it's just as important as anything you're doing in the job itself. I'm, I'm so glad that you said that. So <laughs> those, yeah. those same skills that help you to get the job end up being valuable once once you're interning there. Right. I mean, and, and frankly, that's valuable in banking, period, right. as an industry. Right. I mean, it's a relationship business. And so I, I believe, you know, nobody said this to me, but I believe they look at, at your ability to do that for your long-term potential. I mean, I'd say a big difference between a bank looking at an analyst and a bank looking at an associate is an analyst they expect to leave after two or three years, whereas an associate, they want you to stay for a long time. And so they probably have a longer-term lens that they evaluate you through. And so your ability to network is is important, yes, for the internship or getting the, the full-time offer, but it's also going to be important for your success in banking in general. So I would highly recommend that you you work on that, keep those skills strong going into the summer and over the course of the summer. I think that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. If you're going to become, go from being an associate to a VP or director manager, you're going to be, then you're, you know, you're directly interacting with clients or potential clients. Exactly. It's the same set of skills. So. Exactly. It's yeah. That's just a life skill that doesn't go away. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And in, in wrapping up, do you want to talk any about, about kind of like how this is affecting your plans for where you want to go in the future? Is this confirming you want to do banking or anything about that you want to mention? Yeah, I mean, it, I went into it, you know, eyes wide open. You know, you know, most, I shouldn't say most. I know a lot of candidates, you know, don't have, might be a few years younger than me. I'm a little bit on the older end of the spectrum. You know, I have two kids, you know, married. So was definitely worried about the ability to balance you know, my life at home and my life in banking, which is obviously known to have demanding hours. And I left it encouraged that it was very doable. I mean, it's, it, for one, it's great to just see people, other people who do it and make it work. Um, and, and so I would say the summer validated for me where I might not have been fully certain that I could make it work. Uh, after the summer, I was certain that it was, that it was doable. Um, and I'd also just say, um, you know, I think banking probably it appeals to a certain type of person who's very intent on like a changing work environment. Like I'd say the work itself that you do might not change, but you were exposed to so many different things. I mean, I, you know, I, my, I've spent my whole career in healthcare for, you know, eight, nine years before business school. And I was learning about all kinds of different aspects or different companies within the industry that I had no clue about. And so if you're if you're one who really enjoys learning and enjoys a dynamic environment, I mean, banking definitely fits that bill. And that's that's me in a nutshell. I, I, I get bored with repetition, you know, doing the same thing over and over. And each deal you work on is different. None of them are the same. And uh, and so you get a, you get great exposure. You get great skill development um, in, in a lot of different areas that is transferable to anything. I mean, honestly, I'd feel like that's one of the best aspects of banking is that it prepares you to do pretty much anything afterwards. And so I do think, you know, it may, for some people it might be, you know, I, you know, I, I do my stint and I, and I get out and for others, it's going to be, you know, this is what I want to do all the time. Um, I, you know, for me, right. I, I knew it, it was a, an environment after being in it that I could be in for a while and is also, you know, fit in really nicely with my long-term goals as well. So I, I felt like the summer was validating and a great experience. So positive outcome for me. Excellent. I'm glad to hear it. Thank you so much for your time and your honest sharing. 
Absolutely, glad, glad I could be here and hope it's helpful for everyone. Thanks to Tripp and Brooke for their time this week, and thank you for listening. You can find more stories and information about Owen by visiting our website, business.vanderbilt.edu, or following at Vanderbilt Owen on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Vanderbilt University or the Vanderbilt Owen Graduate School of Management. Music by Mike Foster. I'm Nate Luce.